Number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Great to be with you. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you having, uh, having the time joining us. It's been a busy time and a good one at that. Again, uh, this morning, great coverage today of the tour of duty as they wrap that up. A lot of guys really relieved today. Now, not that they're not about to embark on a lot of hard work. But from what I saw today, if that was what was going on on the regular, they're about to have a much easier day of it when you're at practice. <laughs> that was tough. And I give them credit. A lot of uh, big men out there running an awful lot. Those two don't usually go hand in hand. 300 plus pounds and running a lot. Not a great marriage if you happen to be one of those big fellas. No, and I don't think all of them loved it. <laughs> I saw a couple guys hovering over the garbage can. Saw a few that were hanging in there just barely. And I had Charlton, who's lost uh, some weight and looks good and, and is moving and moving well. Uh, but I got to tease him a little bit. They were moving from one end of the field, from one end zone to the other end zone, because on our practice, indoor practice facility field, it's 100 yards, Tom. You can, you can run a full 100 yards when you switch sides. Miami, it's a lot easier if you're big and 300 pounds and tired. You don't have to run nearly 100 yards just just 60 65 yards you're right where you need to be so watching him have to switch and norvell happened to be at an angle where he knew he was being watched so he couldn't just up and stop even though he looked like he was on the cusp of puking so he gave him the old Look at my arms pumping coach while my feet are shuffling the feet are shuffling not even a brisk walk but the, but the arms are pumping. I'm at least giving you the illusion that perhaps I'm just that slow. I'm trying, but maybe I'm just that slow, coach. Don't yell at me. And that's not a knock on the young man. He had been hustling. He had been getting after it. He had just finished a rep when they blew the whistle. And so at the, in addition to the rep, he now had to go 100 yards down the field and, of course, was told repeatedly on the hop, which was the last thing on earth he wanted to hear. So he gave him the arm shuffle. We've all done it. We've all given you the arm shuffle. We've had to do it. The little the little shimmy to try to pretend that you're moving. Yeah, I may have seen a guy or two do uh, three push-ups when they were asked to do five when the coach turned around, but these workouts are absolutely criminal, and it's awesome. It's awesome to see. Like, even for the walk-ons, the regular Joes like, well, maybe you were a college athlete, the regular Joes like me <laughs> who just really want to be a part of what it is to be a Florida State football player and, and the thankless thing that is being a walk-on player, watching those dudes go through it. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you, you appreciate them as well. Only, you yeah, only you for just... you guys because you are next to preternatural athletes yeah, freaks, who are freaks. absolute freaks. Yeah, yeah. And here you are. Yeah, are you going to complete it as fast? No. Most but... of the – I will tell you this, that most of the walk-ons, though, Tom, sorry. I, 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 to your point, though, I get excited about this. I, I always have great appreciation for guys like that. Most of the walk-ons are guys that were really good players in their high school. They were probably pretty yeah, dominant where true. they played. They were all good athletes. It's just that they're next to freaks. You're right. They are, and they look more like us. They look more like the regular folks. You can relate to them a little bit more. I yeah. can, yeah, and yeah. when they go through that for an hour to an hour, 15 minutes, you're just, wow, kudos to you guys. And it is a brutal hour, one in which, though, you can see, and, and I – common sense you put two and two together it doesn't take very long but i'm walking out to my car after it's done i'm like man they handled that a lot better than they have in years past well why do you think they have handled it better because they've got more athletes who can handle this kind of rigorous training more naturally 
without question. It's the story that we keep repeating and that we're most excited about. It's one that never gets old. If you're if you're listening to this and you don't care about Florida State football, you roll your eyes and you probably move on. You probably okay. Look, how many times are you guys going to say that the roster is now filled out in a much better, more competitive manner than it was a year ago, than it was two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, but in theory, just so you know, uh, that first of all, radio audiences flip out, change completely, overhauled every fifteen minutes or thereabouts. Secondly. Yeah, it's, the show is central thematic to FSU sports, so yes. But also, this is a change. This is news. It is newsworthy. They are a program that just won 10 games who will be preseason top 10, top 15. And they are a program that is now going to, I think, vie for some of the more high-profile uh, stature of the game. Like that is to say they're going to be in the conversation for much of the year as to whether or not they're a college football playoff team. They're going to be one of the two teams picked by the media before ACC kickoff to win the ACC. There won't be another one. It will be Clemson and it will be Florida State. That's it. Nobody's picking North Carolina. Nobody's picking Miami. Sorry, ass. Uh, that's it. It's those two teams. That's it. So they have now put themselves in another realm. And they could fail. It doesn't mean they're guaranteed to have success, and it doesn't mean that they're going to go on and continue to be upwardly mobile. But the observations from us at practice today, and certainly when we get into it on Monday when they start to really go in earnest at uh, spring football, will be about that. We'll be judging against that curve. It's a different level of expectation, and the only way you have those expectations are if you had a product on the field last year that warrants uh, high hope. And then two, if you have the level of athlete and depth of athlete that creates competition at the highest level, that might very well lead you to have those successes uh, that are the hope of this fan base. And I think they have that. I think we're documenting that. I think we're pointing out one by one, player by player. If you just want to look at the transfers, all right, I'll go one by one through all of these guys. Jaheim Bell looks like an NFL football player. Daryl Jackson looks like he's starter to me. Oh, by the way, the interior of the defensive line, they're going to have five guys, in my opinion, that rotate in there. Now they're just figuring out which of those guys get the most amount of snaps. But they're going to rotate those tackles. You got five of them. It's going to be a bitch to get out there. You're going to have to fight like hell because you've got real talent at that position that you haven't had before. Gilbert Edmond has to get bigger. I think he will. He's a guy that they're excited about. He's got a great frame for it. We'll see. Yeah, I would say he's marginally larger than Derek McClendon at present. Just yeah. to put an image in people's minds. They happen to be running together in the same group today, so it was a good, easy comp. He's a little bit taller and maybe a, a little bit longer of a wingspan, but very similar build right now to Derek McClendon. You can help me out on this one. I did not get a good look at uh, Jaden Jones. I didn't either. Yeah, so, so I'm going to have to go back on that. He's also coming off of an injury. Right, so, so that, I think that's probably yeah. why we didn't see him. All right, yep. Ventral Cypress, fluid, yep. looks the part. Yes. You've already seen him play college football at a high level. Shouldn't surprise you to know that those guys look very, very good. Yeah, there's a presence about him. Keziah Holmes, we talked about last hour, mm -hmm. uh, a, a big, thick running back who's going to add a lot to the room. Uh, Braden Fisk, I don't know how much is my opinion. I don't know how much we're going to see Braden Fisk in the spring. Remember, he's coming off the injury. 
He's also a six-year defensive tackle. I don't know how much he needs to be in spring. Uh, I don't. How many times are you going to listen to a guy tell you to get low? So, you know, he, he'll be all right. Just get healthy. He was out there. He was out there. But you're not going to see him, in my opinion, getting as many reps as some of the other transfers. I'm going to cough. You whistle. All right. Well, I can tell you that the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, lost to the Florida Panthers 3-1 to last night. Go. Okay. I'm back. Oh, two nights ago. Had to get that cough out. Um, Byers. We can't talk. stop talking about Woo. My goodness gracious. Yeah. I didn't see him before somebody remarked, and it was Ira who said, hey, have you seen Byers? I said, no. Go go find him. Sixty three, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. He's the yeah. first. He, he along with Jaheen Bell are the first two guys that yeah. stood out to me. I went, holy moly! I came in on the defensive field because the photo and video was only allowed on one half. So I looked at the freshmen and I saw uh, Quindarius Jones and uh, also KJ Kirkland immediately. And those well, two well, guys Kirkland, jumped off. Kirkland, you can't. Yeah, he jumps off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really quickly. Uh, while I'm still on transfers only, uh, Casey Roddick, we already talked about. Uh, Woo, mountainous. I, he I don't know what an, else to say. That is an interior offensive lineman. Just as, as Lucas Simmons, and I know you're sticking to transfers, but just as Lucas Simmons looks like the prototypical offensive tackle, Casey Roddick looks like the prototypical interior offensive lineman. It's a wondrous thing to see. 26 was Keziah Holmes to answer the question, yes. Uh, Keandre Jones and Kyle Morlock wrapping it up. We've talked about both already. Both look really good. Morlock is bigger than I thought he would be which is a really good sign. Uh, he's an athlete. He's big and tall. A, a thicker, lower body than I thought he'd have, which is very exciting. means he can get out there and play right away and make a difference. That tight end room yeah. is transformed. It has. If everybody's healthy, it's transformed. In short order. And here you go. Take your victory lap. This is the second time now there's been somebody on record breaking down the tight end position room, player who, by player. Who did they not mention? And Brian Courtney's name was not brought up. Not even in the slides. They went to – now Jackson West has been brought up twice with Alex Atkins, and I believe it was Josh Storms, before Brian Courtney was relative to the tight end room. So they talked about Marquiston and Powers and West, but no Courtney. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Take your lap. I'm not taking a lap. I want the best for that young man. And the best may be him playing linebacker. I'm just going to continue to mention that. What did you think of Omar Graham today from what you saw? Because, again, that's somebody who was – you weren't asking about Omar Graham. Adam Fuller decided to bring him up in your one-on-one -on -one interview and say that he's got high hopes and designs for him in the coming year. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. He didn't stand out to me in any way. I didn't think – I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way. I thought Denser looks like your. Yeah. It looks like an interior linebacker. Fire type. plug kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. Fire, yes. What a great word. Yeah. For fire that. plug is what he looks yeah. like to me. Yeah. There you go. There's. I guess I do have an opinion. I'm a fire plug. Hakeem Williams. Yep. Every bit the five star that uh, now on to the freshman guys. Hakeem Williams. Every bit the five star that. But uh, okay. See now I shouldn't even look up at the chat. Go Knowles FSU. I have been saying for over a year I thought Brian Courtney should move to linebacker. I believe he looks like a linebacker. I believe that he's never going to get on the field as a starting tight end. And so I said that. And then Tom and I have had this running gag. The more that the time goes by, the more that he's, you know, we'll, we'll see. I'm telling you, he's the next Luke Keekley. I didn't tell you that at all. I said he should probably switch positions. And then anyhow... I gave Tom a look today when, for the second time this yeah. offseason, yeah. 
You smiled. You knew I where did. I was like, oh, my said, God. Yeah. Because <laughs> Storms listed three dudes. He's like, and the guys who are still here. You yeah, know, the holder, not just the transfers. Yeah, didn't mention a certain somebody. But, I you just, know, Mark Houston and I, Drill Powell. Well, you should mention Jackson Marquise. West. Yeah. yeah, you should mention Jackson. Marquise. Well, I don't know why I mentioned Jackson West. But, anyhow, uh, Brocklin's a quarterback. You're, you know, he's not going to play this year. Um, One thing he on, looked whatever. on Hakeem real quick. Uh, really raw in the elements of running routes. I don't think he ever had to. He's just <laughs> bigger and stronger than everybody. His strides. So oh, I, yeah, I watched. A, he's a grown ass man. Probably eight dead sprint reps as part of what they were doing the drill. His strides cover between three and four yards a step. It's crazy when he puts his foot in the ground. The ground moves. That's it's the strength to go along with again another freshman whose height is not exaggerated. He's listed at six four, I believe. He's every bit of 6'4", 6'5". Yeah, he's a big kid. Yep. Quindarius uh, Jones and K.J. Kirkland All both right. impressed both of us. Very, very excited. Big guys. guys they can that, play. But yeah, they, they, they work the part. The modern size. I didn't see uh, the Jacobs kid. Uh, I didn't focus in on him. Uh, the other freshman. Uh, Great Jacobs? Uh, I saw him. Yeah, the, 19, 19. Wide receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was in the same uh, group with Hakeem. He is much more polished in terms of the lateral. He has to be. He's not as large of a human being. Mm -hmm. He was having a rough go out there, though. You know, freshman. It's tough to get acclimated. Some of the freshmen, yeah, without question. And that's not to say that he wasn't again like with Kanayo Charlton. It's not an effort thing. It's just that, yeah, it's a wake up kicking his ass. Demarco Ward. uh, I didn't see a lot of. We he was there. There was a photo of him. Yeah, I didn't notice. But he was in the black jersey today, so it's. You know, with all these different jersey colors, it's hard to keep tabs. Lamont Green has to eat and then eat some more. And when he's tired of eating, should eat some more. And they should wake him up in the dead of night the way they did Robert De Niro for Raging Bull and eat some more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply what's up guys our next partner that you're going to hear from is athletic greens you've heard me talk about athletic greens in the past happy to talk about them again i take athletic greens every day And I gave them a try because certainly I wanted more energy, sustained energy. I wanted to support my immune system. I don't like taking pills and vitamins per se. And I wanted something that tasted good too. And the first time I tried it, I was very surprised. Uh, It had an appreciable effect on my energy levels. And also, uh, over time, you'll note that it, uh, it helps your skin, your hair, your nails. I don't have a lot of hair, but if I did, I bet I could feel that. I bet I could tell. It's a comprehensive health uh, habit and uh, it is a, a powerful one at that. AG1 is great for recovery. Uh, that's Athletic Greens, and uh, I, I take mine basically when I wake up every morning. I don't have to worry about it because you get all the nutrients that you want. It's the best way to ensure that you're going to get all of your vitamins. It's a carbon neutral business, by the way. If that's important to you, it is to a lot of people, and that's good to know as well. 
I would also note that uh, it is a comprehensive solution to what you need from a supplement routine. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs right now with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Helps me out, guys, if you use that. Not financially, but it lets them know that you heard this ad on my show. And I do take it, and I am vouching for them because I enjoy their product. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Check it out. I think you'll note the difference in your life with a simple drink each and every morning to start your day. Athleticgreens.com slash JCS. Lucas Simmons, great feet, needs to add upper body size. He is a big dude. Um, His trunk is unreal. He's quick with the feet. He's just got to get some size. He's 18 years old. It makes perfect sense. So that's fine. It's projecting nicely for him and, and a marriage to the National Football League at some point. He is... A prototypical tackle. If the pizza place was still there in Tennessee, I'd say go get pokey sticks, like six <laughs> orders a day, and then work that. Uh, work, well, you gotta work that get that upper up body. Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta get to the gym and work that upper body, man. He's got those long arms, hard for those guys a lot of times, uh, but he's got the legs. He's got the legs and the feet for it. Uh, those guys that have been coming off of injuries that we were looking at very closely. I gotta be careful about how I talk about this. I won't get too in depth with those guys, but most of the players that were either injured at some point last year coming off a of surgery or some guys that maybe missed some time, all looked great. Winston Wright looked great, yep. really moving, planting without any problems whatsoever. Um, he's strong. Uh, Joshua Burrell looked really strong. Yep. He was mentioned by Mike Norvell after practice, so I think it's important. If the coach brings it up, I can bring it up. He was moving well. Yeah, the, uh, the right issue, I think, has been put to bed. Winston looks, oh, yeah, it looks like nothing's back. happened yeah. in the past to him. He looks like he's completely fresh. It, that's a sight to see because late in the season last year when there was talk of, well, could he make it this weekend? He was not cutting on that side of his body, on that leg, with any confidence. No, well, and how could you? I mean, that was a serious injury, a series of injuries that he had at the, for the car wreck. It's a lot. Good for him. Everybody rooting for him. I get the sense, by the way, not only that everybody's rooting for him, he's a good kid, he's putting the work you know, people, folks, are they're, they're really rooting uh, for, for Travis J. It comes up all the time. Still I, looks the part. He, well, he's every bit the athlete he's been since he's been here. And I, I just want to mention this. I love these kinds of stories because they're very rare. And I'm just, this is a personal note. I really want that young man to have an opportunity uh, to get into games and have something good happen to him early and get his confidence back. Because... And I don't want to get into too many details here, but you know he, he he was with the team last year, okay, but he couldn't play. And to practice every day and not have an opportunity to play in games is really difficult because you know you're watching it. Practice is hard. Football is hard. Of all the sports, and I'm saying everybody, you know, if you're going to be any good at anything, you got to practice really, really hard. You got to put in the time. You got to do all those things. I'm not saying that people don't do that in soccer and in baseball and in softball and tennis and all the other sports. They do. Football, and as a guy that played a ton of sports, football practice sucks. It sucks. I hated it. I didn't hate baseball practice. I didn't hate basketball practice. I hated track. I didn't like running the 440. That, that's a lot of running. I didn't like it. But, 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 but I, I didn't hate other practices of other sports that I played. Didn't hate them. 
hated football practice. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's 100 freaking degrees in Florida. It's humid. You're in pads. People are beating on your ass. It's difficult to do that every day and never to be able to play. And I don't mean it as in, hey, it's you know somebody else's fault. That's on him. But to not be able to play and to stay committed, and maybe it's not your favorite thing in the world. I'm not talking about football. I'm talking about the other aspects of being a student athlete. Maybe that's not your favorite thing in the world. So now you got to go to practice every day and do this other thing. And you do it and you stick through it and you come out the other side and you're still here battling. Yeah, man, I want you to succeed. I want you to do well. I think his teammates feel that way. You can tell the coaches do. It gets brought up. Why else would they bring him up? Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll happen. You got a new set of eyes. Taking a look at him. This is just going to be interesting, and, and it's probably a topic for another day, but just throwing it out there now. With all these battles that are going to take place this spring, I wonder who's leaving after spring. This is the era of the transfer portal, after all, and I just I feel like there's a changing of the guard at, at some, pun intended, perhaps for one position group, but you're seeing a different class of athlete coming in, and it's, it's a healthy thing to see because we all want it from the high school ranks. That's the ultimate goal, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. For example, you take a look at Hakeem Williams, and then I look at some of the guys that were in the rotation last year. And I'm not talking about Micah Pittman, who's, you know, he has his own role, which is kind of more over the middle of the field, but against, like, Kentron. And Kentron's not a bad athlete. Kentron, by the end of the season, turned into a very good wide receiver. But when you just look at the difference yeah. between yeah. the two, I'm thinking, man. And, and that kind of concept can be applied to many different position groups as we go down the line. I just wonder, after all these battles are settled, are guys going to say, I've got no chance <laughs> to, to earn reps, and then they go? Or do they stick it out for the full season? I, I, I think that's going to be a talking point coming out of spring. In the era of the transfer portal, I think it's just completely reasonable to suspect that there are a lot of guys out there today that are not going to be here in the fall. I, I, I'm just telling you, I, again, I said this is the camp of hurt feelings. I'm going to tab it as such. I think it is. This is a camp where, look, man, Coaches' jobs are to put the best players on the field. They have to recruit over you. They can recruit you. You can be highly regarded as a freshman. And now you go into your sophomore year and you've done everything right. And there's a guy that they can bring in who is your same class, but he's a better player and he can start right now. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. And in some cases, you're seeing that. You're seeing guys, you're like, well, you've been here two years, partner. Time's up. I mean, they got some dudes now. I don't know that you're ever going to see the field. The time has passed you by in some cases. And they may not know it. They may not know it. There are other guys who very clearly can see they're not that same caliber of athlete. They're not that same player. I think if you're a – I'm not going to talk about any specific person, but if you're a guy who's been here a couple of years, and whether it's because you've had injuries – Whatever reason, it hasn't worked out. Maybe you've struggled with the system. I don't know. But you haven't seen the field, and now you look around, and there's two or three guys, one of which is younger than you, and they're all ahead of you on the depth chart, and they're all putting in that work, and they're all better athletes. You need to take it on down the road. You're not going to play. You're just not going to play. And I think you're going to see several guys come to that conclusion. Well, maybe you get a free trip to the playoff this year. Yeah, no, listen – and I'm never encouraging somebody to just give up on their dream. If your dream is to play at FSU and you think, look, I just got to ratchet it up. Maybe I'll get an opportunity. Yeah, maybe you will. Maybe you will. 
But there are some guys you want to put your arm around. You're like, man, it ain't going to happen. Now, you can wait it out. It's, Nobody's going to make you leave. It's but, not your fault. We brought you here. Yeah. You know, yeah it's not we, your fault. We assessed it wrong, or we didn't have options. We didn't have options. It's the Chris Rock bit. Uh, you're, only as, you're only as faithful as the options that you have. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Great to be with you. This would be the segment where we segue nicely and our partnership with ISF. Collaboration from ISF and the Jeff Cameron Show. And we talk about what they do and what they have done. We give examples of that. And then we try to make it applicable to what we're talking about here in building Florida State, whether it be the athletic department or specific to football. I, you could use a lot of different examples that ISF has has utilized and, and been a part of in previous uh, operations, like the Department of State, Information Technology, Strategic Assessment and Planning. I'd like to do the assessment and planning here, Tom. This is They've done a good job with the assessment and planning. So, for example, ISF developed a strategic roadmap and specific actionable recommendation for the Deport, Florida Department of State, including identifying... Uh, steps to, to to kind of meet the future business requirements of the organization, whether that be network infrastructure, data security, you name it, hardware, system support, all those things that ISF can help with. And they come up with initiatives, in this case, six different initiatives and 20 prioritized projects. They have prioritized flipping this roster at Florida State, and there are a lot of guys that impressed us today. If you want, in the chat, ask about them. A lot of you have, to, to varying degrees, if we didn't cover a guy that you want to know about or you'd like to know more about today, feel free to fire away in the chat. Ask about him. So there's one question I saved from last hour. It's more of an open-ended, but defensive end opposite Jared Verse. Uh-huh. Is there enough depth for a rotation there with Edmund, Briggs, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, is it elite, though? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think they're going to make... It's going to be interesting. I think they're going to utilize guys. Uh, well, first of all, opposite verse is truly opposite verse. What I mean is verse is a type of player that is your more traditional fire off the ball, get after the passer, pass rusher, defensive end that you people drool over in the National Football League that change games that get drafted in the first round. And then there are the other kinds of defensive ends. You're set the edge guys, you guys who are stout against the run. Uh and Florida State's had several of those guys that are good players. They're not flashy. They're not dynamic. I, I think that's where Florida State still sits. There is not there is not a counterpart to Jared Verse that is going to also meet in the middle uh, the way that the dominant defenses of yesteryear used to do. Uh, they don't have that on the roster right now. We don't think. We don't think. I would say that – the listings for the heights and weights on the website right now, Seminoles.com, I'm hoping that we get a handout when we go to the 1130 Mike Norvell press conference. Typically we do mm-hmm. yes. with updated yes. the size charts and what they've done. But I was impressed with what I saw out of Patrick Payton in terms of the shaping. He looks stronger. He looks like he's going to be got a stronger he's player. He's got nowhere to go but, but up. He's and that's get bigger. what he has to be, yes. So I, I'm looking to see if that's the case. Just to the eye test, he looks like he's going to have a little bit more to him. But I don't know that that's a three-down defensive end that can set the edge of the opposite verse. I don't think they're ready just yet. Edmund, you're right. 
there's a base there that you could put more weight on. Got to get bigger. And he could get a little bit bigger and stronger. McClendon is still going to be in that rotation, and, and Briggs, they're sliding inside. So the, the thing to look out for here is in certain down and distances, they might just call something different, but it's exactly the same. Like Adam Fuller was talking about experimenting with three defensive tackle fronts. Well, if Briggs is on the outside, that's the same thing that you were running last year against a run. If you have a three defensive tackle and verse on the field front and Briggs is on the edge, well, then he's your edge-setting defensive end. So I think they can piecemeal it there. Yes, they can. And Peyton has a chance to take off. And, and I see that Byron Turner is another name that's come up. Physically impressive. It's just a matter of, of putting together a full camp healthy. And you need to see, see these guys in pads, too, yeah. though. That's the other thing. I mean, that's one thing. You are limited when we get out there and watch the tour of duty. It, it's, it's shorts and T-shirts. So when we talk about guys off the edge and we talk about you know, added size or explosiveness. You want to see that against pads. You want to see it against quality competition, real offensive linemen, all that sort of thing. So it, it was it was tough to tell there. Somebody said, seriously, uh, Travis J. He looked great today, but he always looks great. This is where he shines. I mean, you're not going to get too many people that are better athletes than Travis J. Period. He's a freak of an athlete. It's why we all long for him to get something out of it. So he looked great today. He looked great today, uh, Noel Dad. He looked like uh, a kid who's in great shape and has all of the tools. Jordan Travis was out there. Um, he's gotten bigger, uh, lower body. He's gotten bigger. He's thicker in the legs. Uh, yeah, he was bragging about his weight. He put out a photo or on Instagram or whatever at 209.1. He was listed at 212 last year. Okay. Well, they don't lose weight. He's not celebrating losing weight. That 212 was always a farce, it would appear. It was. Well, we we knew that. But I, I he looks thicker through the legs. Uh, George, I did not see Tafasi today. That's all I can say. I didn't see him today. Uh, doesn't mean that. Uh, listen, do not read into that. No. Look at, looking forward to reporting on him. Looking without to, question. Yeah, yeah. Without question. That dude was a beast last well, year. Well, and I'm counting on him too, yep. buddy. I, I'm counting on him. Was so. he part of the five that you were thinking? Yeah. I like him. Okay. Oh, I think, buddy, I'm really excited about what he is. And I, I've, since the day I saw him, I thought, oh, okay, that's going to work. Uh, Farmer was out there looking huge. Mm-hmm. Up top. Oh, he's a big, big dude, man. Yep. He's going to be fine. I'm telling you, he got a lot of guys. He, Jackson, Lovett, Fisk. So your fifth would be AO. See, mine would be Daniel Lyons. I'm looking forward to see him perform. He, well, in the interior, yeah. I mean, you also, let's not forget about Zero. We've I got, said Fabo. You, you said yeah, Fabo. Fabian yeah, Lovett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, are you serious, Wilmer? You want me to comment on this? I, I will. Uh, if, we, if we were a high school team and we were getting off a bus and we wanted to wow our opponents and Stephen Dix Jr. was on my team, he would always be the first man off the bus. Always. And today was no different. Even still, with this roster, you might—he would be one of your first five off the bus. Yeah, he'd be—he'd uh, be on the short list. You know, top three, walk off the bus. He looks amazing. Winston Wright looked great. Was really able to cut, put his weight on that knee. Looks strong too. Shifty, strong. Really, uh, more than anything else, I wanted to see was he hesitant. He was not. These were drills, by the way, that. If you were worried about your knee, 
you would have been hesitant. You would have revealed that you were worried about worried about your knee because they did a lot of cutting today, and he was fine. And just to the naked eye for me, too, it didn't look like he was rehabbing and one leg is fully developed and the other is no, you know, no, no, coming no, along. No, yeah. like he, he looked, looked balanced. He looks balanced, yeah, yeah. which okay. is that's a really hard thing to accomplish. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, he looked great. There were no hitches in the giddy-up or anything like that. I have been mentally internally poo-pooing the idea of him being in the rotation because it's just you got to see it but after today okay all right I, he could be easily in that rotation now it's slot. can i want to circle back really quickly because i feel like i maybe have done stephen dix jr a little bit of uh, of a disservice if you remember last year prior to him getting hurt he had he had made progress he had made progress now his biggest problem is he, he doesn't have the hips He's not a fluid player. He's, um, unfortunately, he has the body type of an NFL football player but lacks the instincts and the fluidity. Hey, listen, we're talking about the creme de la creme in the National Football League. There are very few people uh, who, can, who can play at the next level, and that's a big part of it because you can have all the other things. You can have work ethic. You can have toughness. You can have size. You can have straight-ahead speed. But if you lack the side-to-side -side or you don't have the instincts for the position or whatever it might be, you come up short. And those are the areas where he has always come up short. Because to look at him, you'd think he's in the league. He's destined for the league. And that's still true. To look at him, you think he's destined for the league. But I don't want to pretend like he hadn't gotten better last year at, at, at playing the position of linebacker before he got hurt. And you can always use a guy like that in special teams to blow things up. I would not want to see that dude coming at me running full force straight ahead, blowing up the many wedges we see of today. There aren't wedges like there used to be, but you know what I mean. These but that's a lane wedges. you would avoid as a return. Oh, I would yeah. want no part yeah. of that. I mean, that's a that's a, so. Let me give him a little bit of credit there. A little bit of credit. We have a question about who was number ten. If you're talking about in white, that was DJ Lundy, who is massive. He's is big dude. Yeah, very stout. Uh, spark plug, right? Is that is that what you said? I well, I said that's what that's what we said about uh, the other guy. Omar Graham. Yeah, Omar Graham. Yeah. Spark that, plug is right. I mean, that fits the mold of, of what DJ Lundy looks like. Yeah, you know, that spark plug interior guy. Yeah, linebacker's the area I'm most concerned about. I, I don't love what we are at linebacker. And I think when we compare position groups to the best, you know, where we're trying to get to, I think that's an area that you would say they got they got to get a lot better. That's a fun exercise, maybe in the ilk of an ISF exercise. But if you s did a snake draft of position groups, you know, back and forth. <laughs> Based on quality? Yeah. Linebacker is probably the one that, you know, at the end, you're, well, here you go. Yeah, I don't want to get stuck in that part of the draft. I'm not a fan. I, I think that we're average at best at linebacker. Who would you take if you had to pick number one overall? Position group? Yes, number one overall in a snake draft. So then I get two. So you got to make a good choice here. What position group would you go with, number one? Offensive line. What I a know. statement. I know. Let that silence, I mean, speak for itself. Offensive line. They got legitimately 12 guys to fit five spots. And they're all 12 viable answers. Now, there are guys amongst the 12 that I like more than others. Obviously, there's a hierarchy. But even if you wanted to put it more bluntly, they got 10 really good options. 12 passable options, 10 
really, really good options well, for five spots. 12 passable options would be, by definition from three years ago, really good op Passable would be really good. That would be an improvement yeah. that you couldn't fathom three seasons ago. I think if I was, we won't go through the whole snake draft. I think the next two would, I, I, we'll go ahead. would be defensive interior specifically and then running back. Running back. Yeah. I think running back. Well, snake draft. So yeah, I get two. You get it doesn't two, matter which. Yeah. Those are the right two. Those are the right two. Running back. You're going to force me then to take wide receiver. Oh, we're going. All right. All right. No, no, no. You're going to force me to take wide receiver at that point. Okay, now oh, you're under pressure now because there's, this is going to get interesting. Well, you get two, though. It's wide receiver. It's a snake. So, Well, because I have options, mm -hmm. not because of production, but because I have options, at that point I'm probably going secondary. Okay. Well, then tight end, defensive end, I guess. But tight end, I, I feel like, like tight I, got, end. I got good value in you tight end You got good value there. in tight end I right did. there. I took a risk on secondary there. Yep. All right, you go tight end and defensive end. You see where we're going, folks? Have you noticed nobody's mentioned linebackers? And quarterback doesn't count in this discussion. It's Jordan. That's it. Yeah. And then I'm probably looking at special teams. So I... <laughs> the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio. I do want to say thanks to our friends at ISF. Uh, I, I, I enjoy this little exercise and trying to make it uh, applicable here. And today's was assessment and planning. And I want to say bravo to this coaching staff for their assessment of the roster that we're discussing and the planning that they put in to overhaul said roster and get it to a place where I could say with a straight face on the Jeff Cameron show that I would draft offensive line first of the segment groups we have based on depth, talent, diversity of player. I, it's nuts. I just want to repeat that over and over again. It just makes me smile. I've never been able to say it. Never. It's awesome. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. You know, I just found our... Found our W's and L's from uh, last month, Tom. Found our W's and L's. I have a feeling we're going to have to, like, get a hold of ourselves before we do W's and L's now that we've been out there to see some of these monsters in the trenches. Yeah, you know, because it is glorified combine work today, and the real stuff begins kind of, sort of, next week, but then it really, really begins after spring break, the week after. That's uh, acclimation period being in the past. Uh, cue up the tub. Let's hear the bubbles and discuss our friends at Pinch a Penny. It's time for Tub Talk, brought to you by Pinch a Penny Pools and Spas. Buy yourself the hot tub you've always wanted at the price you've always wanted from Pinch a Penny on Greer Street. Now it's live to the tub. You know, if I were in a hot tub, giant whirlpool of sorts. I probably wouldn't be talking about how I wanted to purchase a hot tub. Because I'd be in it, and I would have already done it. So it makes for weird tub talk when I tell you that the other day when I went by Pinch and Penny and I saw that showroom floor, buddy. Man. It's like I want to 
call Tom and be like, hey, man, meet me at the pinch penny. Let's just walk around. A lot of cool stuff there. I was blown away. Over 50 hot tubs in stock. You walk in, you're like, look at all these damn hot tubs. I could stay the night here. Don't worry. You're only 50 reads away from being able to get one. Mm. You should just show up. You don't need to call out there and ask him anything. Just show up out there and go, holy moly. It's amazing. It is. It is amazing. They're on Greer Street. Go check them out. I'm not even kidding. Blow you away. And I was surprised by how affordable they are. That phrase, they'll blow you away, is always a winner. No matter when you phrase it, how you phrase it. Our old general manager once upon a time, very tub talk sidebar here. We had a a t-shirt company that he he would do reads for so we could get some station t-shirts sure and uh one of the reads was start the new year with a bang and then there was a big explosion but then another one was they'll blow you away oh and it's like, man a shirt company yeah, really? gonna blow me away their shirts all right their shirts should have used the tommy gun noise <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm excited to start talking about the nfl draft i'm excited to see what happens with the uh, combine and You've got the, the those that are falling, those that are rising. How exciting is it, buddy? Got to start talking to friends of ours for these events. You mentioned yesterday the draft party, which we really enjoy. Well, Major League Baseball opening day is... Holy moly. What is it? Coming up? A few up. weeks from... T- yeah, four weeks from today. Yeah, I'm going to one spring training game. going to try to get to two. I uh, don't want to miss out. My, uh, my brother went out to the uh, Innings Fest out there in Arizona that uh, Vetter was playing at and uh, Black Crows and a bunch of bands and then you get to take in a bunch of spring training games. I was like, that's all right. Seems like the Arizona one always does better than the Tampa one in terms of the acts. But Tampa didn't have a bad list of of artists in terms of uh, prestige. Dave Matthews was one of them. I mean, not my cup of tea as much as some others, others, but but that's definitely a headliner. Sure. Yeah, no, uh, I'll be going in, taking in some Pirates action against the Braves. Don't worry, Braves fans. I'll root for a lot of injuries for your team while I'm there. I'm kidding. I said it to be an ass. You know better than that. Hey, man, I'm on camera. I've got to have the good karma. You can't root. Mets fans can't root for injuries anywhere else because the baseball gods just throw them down in threes. I'm not rooting for injury to the Braves. I'm not broken up about it if we're to have it. director was doing a dance in the green room. (laughs) He he was rooting for He is rooting because they have a chance to win. My team doesn't have a chance to win. We got a chance. P. Simpson writes, Jeff's going to retire from radio and start slinging hot tubs. I think I could. I could sling a hot tub. I don't plan on retiring from radio in order to sling hot tubs, but it would be funny if years from now one of you listeners walked in and I'm like, how are you? Good to see you. Come on in. Let's look at the tubs. Let's look at the tubs. Jeff? I wondered what happened when you walked away from the radio. <laughs> I've been slinging tubs. You wouldn't believe it. These things fly off the shelves. Have you seen Jeff lately? Yeah, he's at the pinch of penny. <laughs> Always starts off the, with the pitch. He's he excited. Says, now, do you like jets? This one's got 98 jets. Also, by the way, you can focus these jets to certain areas of the tub. So if it's just you and not one of your six or seven companions that this Whirlpool could fit. You can have all the juice just on you. Let me show you how we do it. <laughs> that could kill you. 
if you're not careful. <laughs> yeah, but that's you, how sir, much power we have. You're strong enough. Yeah. You can handle it. Look at you. <laughs> uh, oh, I missed it. I apologize. Eric writes, uh, Thirsty Hour Jeff and Tom Tour of... Uh, what is it? Tour of... Link Jarrett. Okay. The old combination. Yeah. Knowles Baseball. MLB season. 28 days from today. Go Knowles. Spring is here. Yes. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate Woo! that. And defensive end appropriate. Opposite verse, we did answer. Okay. So I didn't miss anything else. So. I'm worried that I've missed stuff, guys. You got a sleeper that you like on this roster? Have you picked your guy yet? Like, for example, last year, AZ Thomas, Rodney Hill, very much favored by the folks here in this here studio. Yeah, we we, we love those guys. Um, Rodney looks good, for those wondering, those worried. I don't have a sleeper. I mean, the guys I like are the guys everybody likes. I mean, I, I will tell you that I think... Um, don't worry out there. Rodney's fine, everybody. Yeah, he is. going to be okay. Good. Yeah. I don't think I have a sleeper because, I, again, I think my sleepers are guys that are all well-known and people are excited about. Like, I think Jaheim Bell looks like he's going to be a star. And this offense, the way they're going to use that position, he and Morlock both are going to do some good things here. We could assemble on Thursday's show next week because practices are in the afternoon. So that's the one downside to spring is we'll get you the next day on what we saw. Yeah. And maybe next Thursday I, I, I tamp down the enthusiasm. I'm already on that Lucas Simmons could play now. But he doesn't need to. Tom. He doesn't need. No, I, I think if he's got the technical ability down, that frame is just, that's going to cut you. You're going to cut the line with that frame. You're going to, he's, he is massive. And the lower half is already developed and ready for, in my opinion, power five football. Just a matter of technique and then strength up top. Yeah, I, I, again, in terms of sleepers, I don't really know that I have a guy, but I would tell you that it will be interesting to see what they do with K.J. Kirkland because he – that's a big freshman, man. That, that, that At the position that he plays, that's a big freshman. I don't know. That could that could interest me. That's 20 seconds, but I, I wanted to find his listing because he looked – it sounded smaller than he appeared. Yeah, no, he looks he looks dense for his size. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. Thanks to all of you for listening. We really do appreciate it. We'll be back with you tomorrow on a Libations Friday. Should be a lot of fun. We'll have talk with the coaches from the luncheon and be able to react to that on the Jeff Cameron Show. Six one one eighty six. He looks larger than oh, that. Oh, he's he? a lot bigger than that. Yeah, I think that thing is way off.